Today's show is brought to you by Casper.com. Casper is an online retailer of premium mattresses for a fraction of the price. And they're revolutionizing the mattress industry by cutting the cost of dealing with resellers and showrooms and passing that savings directly to the consumer. Casper gives you an obsessively engineered mattress at a shockingly fair price with just the right sink and just the right bounce. Latex and memory foam come together for a life well slept. Try sleeping on a Casper for 100 days with free shipping and painless returns. Get $50 toward any mattress purchase by visiting caspertrial.com slash kiki and using promo code 50sleep. That's promo code 50sleep. Terms and conditions apply. This is Grizzly Kiki. I'm Daniel. And I'm Robert. And welcome to the recap of RuPaul's Drag Race Season 11, Episode 3. Um, what's new with you? <laughs> I well, I'm I'm feeling like I'm old because my back has kind of given out. Really? Yeah, because I have um, I don't know if I've spoken about it before on the podcast, but I have degenerative disc disease, um, and it affects my kind of lower back on the right side. So I was just putting something on a shelf and felt a pull, <laughs> and then later that night it got really bad. So it's been a, you know, an icy hot. Icy hot has been my cologne for the week um you might have to go back to physical therapy yeah probably yeah um but i mean i don't know i honestly i don't know what's you with me new with me because i've been working right so much this week i had a six-day work week and then um two nights of openings before that but mm -hmm. it's been interesting i have to say like mm -hmm. learning more about um kind of the asian art market in new york has been interesting because mm -hmm. it's currently asia week through march um 23rd so yeah it's cool. Dozens of galleries, museums are doing special things. So it's it's kind of fun, actually. Hmm. How about you? Um, not much new with me. Um, I am very proud to announce that I've been going to the gym for a month, I think. Mm. I think it's been uh, a month. And consistently. Consistently, yeah. Um, and I'm just really happy about that. Like, for me, going to the gym is less about weight loss and more about, um, like, maintaining... Uh, endurance. I don't even know what the right word is, but like I grew up with two parents who were in their forties. Um, and when I was, a, when I was a toddler, they were in their forties and they were not equipped to like chase after me the way that I feel like parents need to be to yeah. chase after a toddler. So I am heading in that direction. I don't want to be, you know, like completely, uh, I guess like immobilized because of my joints and stuff. Yeah. So I'm just trying to like, I'm trying to keep everything, all the joints mm -hmm. lubricated nicely. Yeah. You also seem more energized lately too. Yeah. It's, you know, I found that what works for me is like creating a ritual out of something. Mm -hmm. um, if you turn it into a ritual, then it, and you make it fun, then it becomes different. Yeah. Um, I also spent, um, <laughs> so I broke down and got <laughs> Spotify premium on Saturday and I spent an hour and 45 minutes creating a playlist of like all of the songs that I used to listen to in like the sixth grade so that um, like mostly upbeat stuff, but like, you know, really like a bunch of like throwback stuff that I can just hit shuffle when I go to the gym and it just mm -hmm. makes it like, if there isn't like one of the drag race makeup tutorials to watch or, um, or like fashion photo review, mm -hmm. like if there isn't something that I haven't watched yet, uh, ready to ready to play when I go to the gym, mm -hmm. then I can just listen to a bunch of really fun songs. Um, and you know, it'll be great. Mm -hmm. Um, I feel like there was something I wanted. It was an artist that came out with music and I wanted to mention it. Oh, Solange. 
I oh, really have we not talked about Solange. We haven't talked about anything outside of Drag Race because oh. we've only been doing Drag Race I know. recap episodes, um, which uh, we're we're working on doing non Drag Race episodes. We promise, yeah. but um, it's been a little difficult uh, since there's not much time. There hasn't been time lately. I you know, it's um, like adult thing. I mean, yeah. and I hate the term adulting, but I. I feel like I've just been like thrust into like the I don't know that that kind of stereotype of like being like a busy kind of working almost all the time New Yorker. Yeah. It's very odd. Yeah. Um so yeah, hopefully I can learn to manage that right. a little better. Um yeah, but uh Solange released her new album When I Get Home and um I love it. I really I really enjoy um I enjoy when my playlist knows to play like Sound of Rain when I'm in my cool down moment because the the um the, like the synthesized rain that's in that song is very calming for me. Mm-hmm. Um but as a whole it's it's a very pleasant album. Sort of light on the lyrics, but mm-hmm. it's um it's very operatic. Yes. I haven't like had a chance to sit with it. And I don't have it on my I phone or anything. I did force you to watch yes. the visuals. Um, <laughs> well, also, okay. You forced me. I was, pl- I was going to do something else in that moment. And then I had to stop. So it was a little I frustrating. Just, I'm just saying I forced you because I was so excited about the mm-hmm. album. I wanted to share it with you. It's very... I mean, I also, I had to sign up for Apple Music well, to go. watch it. <laughs> um, from what I saw... Okay. So I think it's really good, but it's not... Um, like, I don't think I'm really drawn to it. Right. So it's kind of one of those things where I, I realize why it's so interesting. And, I mean, the visuals are very appealing and beautifully done. Um, and it is powerful. It's just not... Um, it hasn't grabbed me yet. But I think I need to, like, probably also get Spotify Premium or something. I don't know. However you do it. But, we can um, get a family plan. Ooh. Yeah. We maybe, can definitely maybe, do that. Maybe we'll do that. Because I kind of like having my music physically i guess like a mm-hmm. file anyway um i think i need probably you can just create need to you can create playlists with spotify and then uh download, download them. them yeah hmm. so. um but yeah maybe i just need to like sit with it in my headphones um but i've been like trying to catch up with all of the podcasts that i have in my queue, right so yeah Ooh, and um i saw i opened my podcast app today and I saw that Jade and XD are doing a full episode about the season, the two hour season finale of Love After Lockup. Mm. I'm very excited. Oh my other recaps have been, very their excited. recaps were really good. Their nicknames. I'm, okay, if you haven't seen Love After Lockup, it's total trash, but it's very entertaining. And uh, you have to listen to Jade and XD's recaps mm-hmm. about it. Um, it's like it. You need it. It's like a it's a whole beautiful new story piece. Yeah, it, it's you know what it is. Like when I listen to Jaden XD's like recaps of um of Love After Lockup, is that they sound almost like bonus footage that we right. didn't see. Right. They're they're a great after show because mm-hmm. <laughs> they're just they're so entertaining, but also the way that they the, um, the way that they break it down and the names that they give these people, jazzy it's shoulder. Great. It's beautiful. I love it. Um. But so, yeah, you should definitely listen to them. Do we want to jump into Drag Race now? Yeah, episode three. So we're flying solo in case you haven't noticed today. <laughs> um, let's just, uh, let's get into it. Um, can, I, can I ask you real quick before we do get into it? Yes. Should I pull up my notes or are, are they all they're, in here? They're in the outline. Oh, okay. Just I mean, sure. I think I put sure. them in the right order. Because I definitely, I for, so I forget, I not only forget, um, there goes my phone. <laughs> I, oh, I regularly forget 
what I want to say. And then I also forget how to communicate what I want to say. So like double whammy. So I have to write everything down exactly Mm -hmm. as I want to say it. Otherwise, fleeting thoughts. Yeah. I get it. Um, okay, let's see. Uh, let's talk about... So... Oh, go ahead. So, on this episode, they're, like, walking into the workroom, um, after, um, Kahana's elimination. Yes. And, like, I can't... I don't really know what was going on when they came back. Did something happen? Did I forget something? I don't know. You were saying, I don't really know what happened. Did something take place? No, maybe I'm thinking about... Oh, no. I'm thinking about later in the episode. Great. Never mind. Um, so... Let's go ahead. Let's go right to the mini challenge. Great job. Um, you have to seduce... Is this how they worded it? Sedu- well, they didn't really give it any title. So this is you taking liberties. No, this is Wikipedia, <laughs> and I liked it. Oh, okay. So, according, <laughs> so according to Wikipedia... We didn't actually watch the episode this week. No. Um, wow. I would love to do a Drag Race recap with somebody who doesn't watch the show. Just, I don't know why. I think it would probably be a waste of time, but I feel like that would be interesting. Hmm. Um, I wonder how that would work. But anyhow. We could ask Lady Bunny. We could just show them photo, right? I would love um, to do that with Lady Bunny. We could just do the runway with Lady Bunny. That'd be amazing. Yeah. Okay. Let's get um, into the episode. Anyway, so the mini challenge was to seduce your way into a seduction concert after getting into a 15 minute quick drag. Um, I just, I, I like the way this was worded because they didn't really give it um, a title. They were just kind of like, basically they had to, I guess, get the the guard at the like back door, VIP, whatever, to let them in. Right. You had to schmooze your way exactly. in. Exactly. Yeah. Um, which I thought was kind of interesting because like, I've never known that a drag queen has to schmooze her way in somewhere. Cause, like, really? What do you mean? What do you mean? Because I feel like if you're if you're out and about as a, I mean, I don't know about a concert, but I'm thinking about like bars and clubs. You just kind of walk in, okay? Because you're a drag queen. A lot of the queens that we have interviewed on our show have said to us, "I was they they've either said, they've said some combination of I was underage and needed a, a quick way to get mm-hmm. into the bars, so I started doing drag." Or they've said, I hate going out when I'm not in drag Mm -hmm. because I get treated in a different way. Mm -hmm. So those two things sort of being in drag is like a way of greasing the wheels. I'm not I I agree with you in that I don't know how it would work at a concert. Mm -hmm. But I think we're supposed to like suspend reality and think that these are not drag queens. These are just like regular people. Maybe. I don't know. Oh, well. Um. Who did you who did you like in the challenge? Um I thought I thought I thought Evie was really good. I thought she was really strange. Yeah. Um she's always going to give you a little kooky. Yeah. Kooky something. Um I don't this challenge was weird to me. Yeah. Because there was kind of no direction given. Um but I thought Evie was pretty good. Um Silky was funny because she was the only one who like was like, well, I'm just going to open the door. Right. Um, and I feel like a lot of the performances were lackluster in the mini challenge. It's kind of a, it, it, it's a, it's a weird challenge. Yeah. It's a, cause I feel like, you know, not everybody came out with a, like a fully fleshed, you know, a fully fleshed out character the way that Nina did. Right. Cause Nina even had like an eyeglass change. If you didn't notice. And, and buck teeth. 
Yeah, but like she had glasses that were plain mm-hmm. when she first started out, and as she got more like frustrated, she changed, and the glasses had a like a blue glittery tear and like frowned eyebrows. What? And they didn't show us that. They did show. They I don't. They, they didn't yeah, show her I'm changing. Saying, no, that's what I mean. They didn't oh. show because like they were shady to Monet on All Stars, and they showed her spraying her face. Mm-hmm. But well, I guess it depends. I guess it all depends, right? Um. Yeah, I loved Nina's characterization. Um, I think, okay, so this was a fun challenge and I think also useful skill. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, I didn't love the winners. Like, obviously, Nina. Well, yeah, fine. so Nina and Raja won. I don't remember what Raja did. I feel like... She talked about her fur coat. Yeah, it, it it's, just, a, it's a good rabbit. It's not like... I get that Silky sort of like bulldozed her way in, but there's something to say for having the nerve to do that. I mean, especially if we're going to consider how lackluster Silky has been in the challenges. She's yes. fine in the, like she's very entertaining. And the work on that. the runway. Great. But in the challenges, mm-hmm. she's really like underwhelming, but I think that she should have been a team leader mm-hmm. this week. Yeah. Um, yeah. Also, that fat Albert laugh. Like, yeah. Also, gravy. she's good at she's good at getting people together. I think. Like, yeah. she she's good at like um, managing people. Right. It seems like. I mean, her group was the best one last week. Right. You know, she didn't she didn't do too hot, but she knew how to like get everybody to work together. Right. So that might be her strength. I mean, I'm excited for a non acting challenge already. Yeah. Because that's kind of all we've gotten. Yeah. Um, but I mean, there's no, there's no end in sight. Yeah. So I, I feel like the acting challenges are a great way to cut everyone down, like trim, trim mm-hmm, down, trim the fat. Yeah, yeah. 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 Um, so the winners are Nina and Raja, like we just said, mm-hmm. um, they each win a $1,500 gift card to JJ Malibu, who I think does like, it's like swimwear, like, I don't know, bikinis and shit. Um, and they're team captains for the maxi challenge. Right. Um, and so this, should we go into the. Yes. Okay. Um, So for the maxi challenge, uh, they have to break into two groups and star in a she-evangelical talk show worshipping a diva. Mm -hmm. And it basically, um, Mm -hmm. if you've ever seen, you know, like, um, what's that guy? I was going to call him Orville Redenbacher. The 700 Club. Yeah, the 700 Club. um, You know, things like that where you, it's just, you know, like, preaching Tammy Faye. Tammy Faye. Yeah. Um, who's that Jane guy? Crouch. Yeah. Who's that guy who has a church? Like the big Joel, uh, Joel, Joel Austin. Yeah. yeah. Um, that's basically what they were going to parody. Different. I feel like he just films his services. Yeah. It's not, it's not so much like a show. Yeah. You know? Um, so part of the, talk, the so the, they have three requirements in the talk show, which are, also strange to me. Um, heavenly hostesses, a live on-air conversion, and a hymn of praise. Mm-hmm. So the last two make sense because it's an actual thing. Mm-hmm. But heavenly hostesses? I mean, it's all... the. It... I know. Why are we judging this? I don't know. Because sometimes <laughs> Why it's are like... Why me do this? Anyway. Heavenly hostesses, they, they're just doing alliteration with things that are mm. about religion. So um, very, very basic. Oh, basic. Basic cable. <laughs> um, so let's talk about Team Nina. Team Nina. They make the smart decision to pick someone <laughs> that they actually know something about. Mm-hmm. It would seem pretty unanimous, too. 
yeah. I mean, well, we'll get into that later. But right. it seemed like if you're going to do this kind of, you know, uh, what do they call it? Like a holy roller, you know, tambourine tapping type of show. Mm-hmm. Why not pick Britney? There's a lot there. Well, it's less about it being Britney and more about it being someone that they can very easily well, reference yeah. without Wi-Fi because mm-hmm. they don't have Wi-Fi. Yeah. And also so. something that I think is going to communicate with people, um, resonate with the judges because like they all know who Britney is and, you know, kind of like Britneyisms and, uh, you know, her history. I, I think that you're going to be hard pressed to find people who are, I guess, into pop culture who don't know about Britney, at least a, a, a like a good amount. And that being said, after watching the episode a second time, I felt like this team didn't really use that much of Britney's, mm-hmm. um, like that many references to Britney's career. There was no mention of toxic Mm-mm. or um, there, there just there were there were a lot of things like circus and mm-hmm. um, like there were a lot of things that weren't referenced that I thought could have been put in there and they would have made a great addition. But mm-hmm. I think with what they used, they did a great job. It was really smart. Yeah. Like just the way it was organized. And so you had, um, it was, uh, Nina and Brooke as the host, as the host. And then you have, um, but Nina, I mean, Nina and Brooke as the host, they had such a good rapport. Yeah. And it was almost like they, they, I know that they didn't have time to do a character study of what this is like, but mm-hmm. they got it. They were yeah. just like, they were ready to go to commercial and pass it over to like mm-hmm. Vanjie and uh, and everybody else who was there. Yeah. Well, Nina's also from the Midwest. So I'm right. sure that this stuff is like, I mean, I'm, it's on everybody's TV. She said TV. she grew up She grew up with Tammy Faye on her TV. Like exactly. Her parents watching Tammy and Faye. And while so. Brooke is not Southern, she does live in the South. So I feel like there's... Um, they just, they, like, I believe that, like, they were, like you said, it's not a character study, but, like, they were referencing things. Right. That they knew. Right. Um, and then you have Vanjie as the, um, I don't know what she called her. I'm going to call her the conversion specialist. Mm-hmm. Like, what was that? It was another moment of brilliance from Vanjie. I mean, she was like, and you got to do this with your hair. And like this. And like this. It was just so amazing. I love Vanjie. Kicking her shoes. The outfit was great, too. Mm-hmm. Like, it was just, like... I don't know. Church lady. Yeah. Um, it's like strong church lady vibes. Yeah. Yeah. And then you have um, Evie as the uh, kind of goth convert to be. And Mercedes. Non-believer. Non-believer, sorry. And then Mercedes <laughs> as the non-believer from somewhere where. Let's assume it's Kenya. It's Kenya. Which yeah. is like. Or Mumbasa. Yeah. Right. Or Mumbasa's in Kenya. Sorry. Um, right. Which it took me a while because I was like, oh, did they. You know, is this another kind of like, hey, just do something that like is like um, relevant to you? Well, not just relevant, to, but yes, you're familiar re- with relevant to you, but kind of like stereotypical, I guess. Do you know what I mean? Like, I guess. I don't know. I think that they were just I, I sort of feel like they were trying to build this character around that one punchline of mm-hmm. I don't know who Britney Spears is, where I come from. All we have is Spears, mm-hmm. um, which wasn't that great and then mercedes couldn't really hit the punchline properly Mm -hmm. so with that being said i think they did well with what they had yeah i think i think mercedes was stronger than than we've seen her i think in the past i guess 
but it was it was a res- uh, uh, it was because of the people around her. That yeah, she was a bit a little bit more. I mean, I I, I also love that Evie was giving you like um, Farouk salt from the. Uh, f- sorry, what? Jeez, what is her name? Feruza. Feruza Balk. Thank you, Feruza Balk. Um, wow. From the craft with like her whole outfit and everything, <laughs> and like shaving her head. And so was the Veruca Salt thing just because it rhymed? <laughs> yes. <laughs> It's actually, what? I always do that for the longest time. So for the longest time, I thought that Feruza Balk's name was Veruca Salt. And that, oh. like, her parents had named her. After the character. Yeah, because Charlie I saw it Chocolate flash Factor. really quickly on, like, the credits, or I would hear it uh-huh. said. Anyway. Um, yeah. I thought he was great. Yeah, she was good. Um, and then they pass it over to Silky and Ariel Versace. Mm, an unlikely pair. Yes. And I thought that, I mean, if we're to break it down to like two, two and three, like the groups that everyone was in, mm-hmm. it was clear that Ariel was the standout in that pairing, mm-hmm. Nina in the other pairing, and then Vanjie in her, in trio. her trio. Yeah. Um, but I didn't really think that anyone in that in the Ariel silky pairing was like really like pushing it really far or no. anything. I, but, but it was but they did fun. Good. Yeah. I, like silky looked the part. I mean, oh, you know, yeah. she looked good. She had great movements. I love that Ariel at the end did the, you know, it was like the really reverse silly. run. Yeah. yeah. It was, it was fun. Their, their whole, um, uh, like skit, um, mm-hmm. <laughs> uh really entertained me and i think like you know you were saying they didn't use a lot of like really obvious britneyisms or like even um not not, not britneyisms but like they didn't use a lot of like quotes and stuff like that yeah i don't think they needed it because this was like su- like more subtle yeah i think yeah but they were really fun yeah uh let's take a break and then when we come back we'll talk about the other team so stick around we'll be right back Oh, hi, it's me, Robert. And I have a question. Do you shop on Amazon? If so, you can be a supporter of our show. Just go to grizzlykiki.com and click the Amazon button in our menu. Anytime you shop on Amazon using our link, we'll get a small commission on everything you buy. And it's free. There's no cost to you as the money comes out of Amazon's pocket, not yours. So bookmark it, use it, and every time you buy from Amazon, you'll be helping us keep the kiki going. We're back, and it's time to talk about Raja's team. I this forgot there was team, a second team. Yeah, this team was doomed from the start. How do you pick someone when you have a huge like? They didn't even they didn't touch Madonna or Judy Garland or Mm-mm. Liza Minnelli or Cher, Bette Midler, G- um, Barbara Streisand. Mm-hmm. They they didn't touch a lot of you mean, people. You mean all these women who have big personalities? That yeah. You, I mean, why couldn't they have done Brittany, like a respectful thing with Whitney? They totally could. They could have done that. To- they totally be- could have done that. Because and here's the thing: is that I f- anyway, what I was gonna say is like Britney. I don't think has like a big like she's not like ah you know everywhere she is now now with the with the with what happened with her vegas residency I yeah think that changed things but for she's her a little bit. she's kind of a more subdued person right like she doesn't have a big personality she just there are things that she's done that are iconic or memorable mm-hmm. so yeah anyway so they pick mariah carey right like why would you pick mariah carey if you know nothing about her 
And also, like, the shit that she does, like, she's extra, but... Mariah Carey is the type of extra where even if you're not a fan, you find out about what she's just done. Exactly. Like, she's that boring friend that, Mm -hmm. like, does... That got into a hot tub on her episode of Cribs. (laughs) Like, they didn't... They didn't know about that. Um, the the dialogue for the non-believer is begging for a, I don't know her. Mm-hmm. Like, they didn't reference that either. No. Um, Timmy Matola, oh, Really? Raja. Raja saying Timmy. It's like, but can you know, like, make sure that you're, you know, you know what you're referencing. Right. I thought she was calling him Demi Matola because that's what I heard the first time. And I was like, does that make it better? No, I'm saying I was very confused. Oh, okay. I mean, I was even more confused by Akiria when she was, um, I guess, like stroking her her earrings because she was an Ariana Grande fan and saying how she hated Sparkle, 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 Sparkle is bad. And I'm like, Mariah Carey wasn't in Sparkle. She wasn't in Sparkle. <laughs> Do you know who was? Whitney Houston. And that, I like Sparkle, actually, you know. Um, but I'm like, glitter? Like, they obviously had to come up with dialogue yeah so like nobody thought to be like akiria remember it's glitter it's glitter because like that made her whole thing make no sense i'm sorry who what what person who does drag does not know that mariah carey did a box office failure of a film called Mm -hmm. glitter yeah who also clearly akiria and plastique those are the two people also if you're an ariana grande fan I mean, I think it's convenient. Obviously, she has those earrings. because like, that hair. She's a pageant queen. Right. Um, but, like, you're an Ariana Grande fan who's coming out on stage in, like, a brocade suit. Because, mm. like, Evie and Mercedes came out and, like, they weren't, you know, they, it, it looked like they were just, like, fan, you know, like, like uh, I, I don't know. I, I don't know what, what music Mercedes was a fan of, but it was obvious that, like... Evie was like a punk or, or like goth. Well, they were music they were trying to sell the concept that they wouldn't like. I feel like a goth girl wouldn't know about Britney Spears because it doesn't fit into the genre of music they listen to. Exactly. And then with um with Mercedes, they were trying to do like cultural difference. Yeah, like they would she's not new have, here yeah. and doesn't know. You know exactly. Yeah. But then what? So you couldn't come on in like a like a baby doll dress or something, and then when you're converted, like you have a bodysuit, right? Like you just put all pull off this um, like weird semi high pony wig into like a blonde wig, right? But not even a like a Mariah Carey like you know big like barrel curls it was just really strange yeah i mean a lot of it was strange you have sugar and scarlet as the hosts and <laughs> scarlet is just over here like doing the most it's like, like what she just wound up and she was just like <laughs> it was very odd yeah there was an earthquake happening every time she would say the name mariah i liked her mariah. <laughs> like whoa let's all calm down mm-hmm um i thought she looked interesting there it was like a a a very um like i didn't think she looked like a like a church show host she looked like an audience member correct just because it was like not as i guess like big as like you know somebody would right i feel like a host of a church show maybe wouldn't wear a church hat because it's not because it's not appropriate well it's not even that it's not appropriate it's not 
um, it probably wouldn't be in your best interest to wear a hat when your face is supposed to be like you want to see all exactly because she had face. a shadow yeah. across from me. Yeah. I mean, I don't know why why none of the four queens who were the hostesses did like full on Tammy Faye. Nina I got close. Like Nina, Nina came, got yeah. close, but I wanted to see like tears, eyelashes, runny lip. You know, like anyway. Um, and and then Sugar brought this wig from home. <laughs> Like I she brought it. this wig from home. I loved it. That fried blonde, overly processed TV hair. That was kind of funny. I think. No. 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 How for you? No. Just and I thought know. for a second because I, I I I got the sense while she was talking that um that her crutch word is honey um and it seemed originally like it was going to be darling because that is a word Mariah Carey does say oh darling like mm-hmm. everything is very that oh that was the other thing that they didn't um they didn't mention at all is um Mariah Carey having a moment oh this is a very butterfly moment over here oh this is this oh, when yeah. she was on uh it was either Q- QVC or HSN i don't remember which, which HSN. one she sold yeah. ponchos again right and so everything was a mo- oh this is good for a daytime moment mm-hmm. it's good for a date moment you know like that was the whole I think whole she literally thing. said, like, this is for a cold moment. Well, right. You know, like, she... Everything was a moment. There's a there's mm-hmm. a compilation of it on YouTube. Yeah. So I swear that's where in, uh, you know, in drag culture, it's like, she's me this little moment. Like, I well, wouldn't be surprised if that's where it came from. Well, right. Yeah. I mean, I learned about the moment thing oh. from a drag queen. <laughs> moment. <laughs> Can you tell? I, I would not have been okay with Mariah Carey in this challenge because I don't know that much about Mariah But I would Carey. have told you about it. Uh, I would have shared it. But if you, you don't know, you better ask somebody. Right. I love that. There Great were, advice. There were six people who didn't know shit, bupkis, about Mariah Carey. Like, did you also, <laughs> did happened? you not see Shangela do Mariah Carey right. on All Stars? Did you great. not see her, perf- like, everyone saw that performance on New Year's Eve. Mm-hmm. Nobody did a it. fake whistle tone. No, they were the the like the two girls singing was in Honey and um, Honey, honey, and Raja. honey and Raja were just like sipping out of like sipping glitter out of a champagne glass. I don't mind the glitter concept because a lot of times these religious shows are trying to sell you like holy water that comes in a sleeve. Oh, example. of course, of course. I think that they were heading somewhere good, but the idea wasn't really fully formed. Mm-hmm. And they, it, I just think that there was a lot of, I don't know, there were a lot of elements working against them, like the fact that this was a live challenge yeah. as opposed, to, even though it was pre-recorded. Mm-hmm. It was they, like, a they live weren't, challenge. They weren't cutting. Yeah. Um. But like Ross had no comments for the first team, and when these girls were done, um, <laughs> he was like, um, I think you should just all be prepared to lip sync. Yes. Like, oh wait, we forgot. Um, Plastique. She was the only good one in the group. You thought she was good compared to the other five? I Absolutely. thought she was. I thought she was making some really strong choices, but they were tripping her up. They were tripping her up, but I thought the costume was, uh, you know, the costume was, like, perfect. Considering, you know, we later find out that she doesn't, like, know all that much about right. pop culture or didn't right. until quite recently. Um, I liked the big, like, you know, the big breastplate, the, like, butterflies. Um, and anytime, like, she said, Ariana Grande, she'd say it like that. I thought that it was going further than her other five teammates, I think. Okay. 
she was putting more effort. Let's put it that way. Yeah. So I feel like her and Akira weren't the worst. They were not the worst. And they, you could tell that they were trying so hard, but it wasn't working. Mm-hmm. It just wasn't working. Yeah. And and you know, I did say like Akira could have done this and that, but you're right. She she was not the worst on her. Ne- neither one of them were. It's right. just the three like vignettes or you know the 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 three pairs. It it's like they were all doing their own thing. Right. And I feel like you know as uncomfortable as Sugar and uh, Scarlet were. Um, as hosts, Honey and Raja, I mean, did they have any kind of conversation before they went out on stage? Because that was They were stepping awful. on each other. Yeah. And there's um, there was a, a, a level of aggressiveness to the way Honey was delivering her lines that I, I was just like, this is very uncomfortable. I think she was trying to make a statement again. Oh, okay. What I, was the statement? I don't know. She's been trying to make statements. Anyway, I don't get it. Wow. I like I, I'm I'm a little confused. Hmm. Like a lot a lot is said, but I'm still not a hundred percent sure what you know. And it's not all the time with her. It's just sometimes she says like a lot of things and then I'm left still confused. Confused because I'm like, yeah. okay, well that all sounded really good, but like well, what's the point? What What's the call to action? Well, let's hang on to that until we talk about mm-hmm. the runway because there's a big question mark there. So they all film and go back into the, into the workroom to uh, get ready for the runway. And uh, we see a little... A little smoocheroni. <laughs> I wrote down Brooke and Vanjie sitting in a tree. K-I-S-S-I-N-G. Wow. Right? I came up with that all by myself. What was this? Wow. What was this? Okay, first of all, and maybe this is just me. It's never happened. Well, no, it has happened to me. And it's been especially uncomfortable because I feel like I don't fit into the mold of someone that can be named, can be called Bobby. Ain't Bobby. That made me very uncomfortable. When Brooke called Vanjie Bobby, I was like, no, don't be that uh, person. But, but they have no. that, you know, they have that. Um, They have that what? That relationship now so do they listen that was cute that's all i'm saying them kissing i thought was cute i don't know about the whole hey poppy and it was just it was a very casual moment you know i just i didn't i it didn't feel good that's all i'm saying it was a little triggering for me (laughs) what okay so what 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 would banji call brooke you think um hey honky no i don't know i don't know what she would call her but i'm just saying like the energy (laughs) <laughs> the energy is saying the same you know come here my little pan blanco like what i don't oh, know what she would say to her but oh, like that'd be a cute can i call you my pan blanco if you want to i guess me pan blanco pancito blanco um yeah let's move on from this because this is going nowhere i fast. love that this was rumored and it's true yes i yeah. want to see more i'm gonna mark that I want more of that. I mean, I, I hope they make more of it because it seemed this moment seemed shoehorned into this episode mm-hmm. as if we're supposed to like. Because they were like, oh, fuck, wait, this happened. We have to put it in. Also, like, I want to know the logistics of them having a relationship because they're not allowed to go anywhere when they're not filming. Mm-mm. They're not allowed to speak. Mm-mm. And if they do go anywhere, they're chaperoned to the point where they're not allowed to talk to each other. Doesn't this sound like when you're really Catholic? And you have to go on a date and it's like you have like someone sitting between you. Yeah. That's exactly what this is. Um, Drag Race is really just like I remember um, Thorgy said he got to go to the movies while he was filming his Mm -hmm. season and 
someone had to sit between, I think it was him and Kim Chi who went to the movies together. Yeah, because they were the two that smoked. Uh, well, no. Kim they, didn't smoke. Yeah, they hung out a lot. Like, oh, I think. Maybe Kim... Was, is Kim a smoker? I don't know. Why does that shock me? Anyway, I just remember that. Maybe it's... Anyway. I don't know why that was so shocking to me. Oh. Um, anyway. So... Mercedes. Mercedes. Okay. Yes. So they're they're it, it's her um her vanji silk and akira are kind of all chatting while they're getting ready yeah and mercedes is like you know that was really interesting because like i've never been to church before and they go girl what do you mean you haven't been to church like don't you go to you know whatever and 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 um and uh, mercedes was like a mosque and then akira says a mausoleum like yeah. you know and basically they were like okay but like you go somewhere for services right. you know whatever you know so and 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 the three girls i think were just really curious because you know they all obviously come from christian or catholic backgrounds so and this seems quite foreign to them so they wanted to like seem it seemed like they wanted to interact with her and and find out how she worships or how like you know how services work in in you know in the muslim faith yeah. and she just like hightailed it out of there yeah that was very um i i don't i don't want to say strange cuz it's like you know whatever your level of comfort is but like what did you get from that well my understanding and i don't have a lot of i don't have a lot of experience with being muslim or having friends who are muslim um, but my understanding of uh, of people who are Muslim is that it's like it's very personal. It's almost like the um, the worshiping that happens mm-hmm. is also something. Even though you're in a room with a bunch of other people, it's like a personal thing. Mm-hmm. It's a it's a form of it's almost like a form of meditation mm-hmm. that you have to be. You know, being being someone who was raised Catholic mm-hmm. and didn't really understand why. I was in a room, like when I would go to church, I was in a room with a, a bunch of other people, but mm-hmm. felt completely disconnected from everyone. Yeah. Because there is no interactive element to being Catholic in a way. Like mm-hmm. you can, but it's up to you to choose to do it. Yeah, exactly. You can be as, you know, lazy or involved I mean, as you like. I mean, I've, I've been to a mosque for services and I've, I mean, I had to do some kind of uh, field work in high school right. with different religions. Um, and I, I don't, I know. I like, I, it's not necessarily that it's not like a group activity because there's like a call to prayer and there is interaction. I mean, you know, but in the, a mosque, there, the there's a division of, of gender, obviously, right. but the call to prayer, like, like, you know, there, there are, there's kind of like social activities before and after. Cause like when you go into a mosque, you have to first, you know, take off your shoes and you cleanse your feet mm-hmm. and, you know, all of that. And that's, there are people talking and like, you know, greeting each other. And then the, op, you know, I meant, so, I meant the prayer element. Oh, the, the prayer, prayer element. element yeah. It's you do like you mm-hmm. doing something the entire time that that prayer is happening. Whereas in comparison to, uh, you know, Catholicism mm-hmm. or, you know, being a Baptist, you're listening to things happening, mm-hmm. but you're not necessarily doing something in that moment. Yeah. It's like, it. so it feels like if you're not praying the way that you're expected to pray, like, it's like someone will notice yeah, exactly. in a way. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah. it's like all hands on deck, mm-hmm. if that makes sense. Yeah, no, it makes sense. It, seems. it does. But like, I've, I've, I went, I went to school you know, with a lot of people who are Muslim, both, you know, high school, college and all of that. And like, we would talk about our different faiths or levels of, uh, you know, how religious you are. None of my Muslim friends, like, it's not like you can't talk about it. So that's, right. that's what I thought was, um, 
a bit it, it created an awkward moment also you can't talk about it it's not that you can't talk about it but maybe she didn't want to that's where my whole thing exactly. about it being personal and so so i think from. for her like you yes oh I, I was just talking about in general like so people don't i know think. anyway but i was so, trying to make a connection to her to it her, being personal for her yeah. Yeah. um i think it's it it created an awkward moment because it just i mean i i you know i wonder if how observant she is because it 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 doesn't seem like when she's talked about it here and there like she's like she has a negative relationship with her faith that's that's the other thing i don't so, think she would have mentioned it if she did Exactly. I, I would hope that she wouldn't mention yeah. it if she did. Um, I don't know. I, I, I would like to know more because I think the girls were kind of puzzled. And I, again, I'm, I'm obviously, I'm not Muslim. I've never participated in the Muslim faith. Um, so I don't, you know, I don't know what like emotions come up or how, how exactly they feel about talking about their faith. Um, but I just, I wonder what it's like for her what it was like for her. Cause I, I also wonder if, you know, she did pray. I believe it's like five times a day that you have to pray. So you have to go with your prayer mat and face yeah. Mecca and all that. So I wonder if she is observant, if that was something that they had to accommodate for her. Do you really think that set. the show would have like, we would know. Yeah. Cause they probably would have. Cause filmed you her can imagine. Or tried to film. Her. I mean, I, I'm I'm going to I'm I'm going to I'm going to go out on a limb here but I'm going to assume that there are no Muslims working on the production end of RuPaul's Drag Race and I'm sure because of that the opportunity to exploit someone who is of a different religion when they're exploiting all everything these girls else. for everything else <laughs> yeah. why wouldn't they do that we would we would have seen it by now Yeah you're right we would have absolutely the way they exploited Valentina for simply having a candle on her season mm-hmm. and played like the like the mariachi music yeah yeah no they, you're right they would have absolutely hmm i mean feel free to prove me wrong world of wonder but you know right uh let's see the guest judges this week are troy Sivan and guillermo diaz um i don't care about troy Sivan, but guillermo diaz hey hi hello how are you Troy Sivan was a good judge <laughs> I thought he wasn't a bad judge. He was a good judge. I just, I don't listen to his music and I don't mm-hmm. like, you know, he is my Mariah. Mm. <laughs> I don't know. her. Um, yeah. I love Guillermo Diaz. I've always, um, I've, I've had a crush on him for a very long time. Mm. I didn't realize how many, uh, how many different things growing up that I, I watched that he was like, he was there mm-hmm. in those TV shows, yeah. movies, all kinds of stuff, you know? Yeah, he's great. I love that his uh, his harness was made from ties. Just a cute little detail. Yeah, I noticed. It's weird when um, when I saw that he was the guest judge and they were attributing him specifically to Scandal. I'd never felt more stupid for not watching Scandal because I feel like <laughs> there were references to his character in the show, both in the harness mm-hmm. and in like you know one liners that he gave hmm. um, that I didn't get because we, could we don't start watch. watching Scandal. No, I'm okay. Oh. Um, <laughs> well, okay. not really looking to add more shows to the, uh, to the list, to the list. Mm. Um, let's take another break. And then when we come back, we'll talk about the runway. So stick around. We'll be right back. Today's show is brought to you by Liberty tax online. Get our special offer of 20% off at get Liberty tax slash Kiki for amazingly fast online filing from any device and the most maxed out refund with a hundred percent accuracy guaranteed. 
Liberty Tax Online makes it easy to get started. You can import your information from a competitor for free, along with free W-2 import and free 360-degree support with chat, email, social, and in-person. If you get stuck online, just go to a Liberty Tax office near you, and they'll seamlessly transition your tax refund to their office and finish it for you. But even with all this extra stuff, Liberty Tax still has some of the lowest prices around. Plus, don't forget about our special 20% off deal at GetLibertyTaxOnline.com slash Kiki, where you'll get the refund you want and the experience you deserve. We're back, and it's time to talk about the runway. What was the... Uh, what was the directive this week? <laughs> oh, no, honey. This is fringe. <laughs> that was not the directive, but that no. would have been a great callback to... Um, really would have been. To um, to Wang Fu. Mm. Um, but that's what it is in my <laughs> head, so that's what we're going to say. To um, to um, to um. Excuse me? To um, to um, to um. To um, to um. To um. To callback to... To um, to dum, to dum, to dum. You're welcome. No? Shut up. <laughs> um... I thought that, like when I when they said it was fringe, I was like, "Oh yay, this is gonna be fun!" Yeah. So but some people took liberties. So let's. Uh, yes. So first, jump right into um, it. Down the runway is Honey Davenport, in this like it's like latex, I guess. Um, that she said was inspired by Lady one of Lady Gaga's outfits and was a tribute to friends that she had lost uh, to gun violence. Right. I love that she is doing something that is a tribute to mm-hmm. her friends that she has lost to gun violence, but I don't understand where that is. Like, where is that reflect? This is a cool look. I mean, if it's a mourning look, like to go to a funeral. Oh, okay. okay. But okay. I think it's great. I like the outfit. I like the sentiment. I don't think that they, um, they go together. They go together. And no. the, the, the only other one where also like, not you know i'm not discounting her feelings but like fringe is fun like when you think of fringe in terms of like um costuming and 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 dressing it's like fun you know like fringe is fun right like moves you do think of someone wearing it doing a shimmy that's fun again this is fringe i thought it was really well made and and the sentiments very touching i think but they don't go together yeah i didn't understand where like i didn't understand where this was referencing that um even though i love what she did like her interpretation of fringe Mm -hmm. because i think she was she was trying to do something she knew no one else would do yeah and she succeeded like fringe on a leather jacket yeah big like big like fringe noodles yes um i sort of wish that there wasn't a bald spot on the um the hat i feel like obviously it's functional duh oh yeah I I wish that, you know, they had given this fringe a haircut to frame her face. I think that would have been um, a lot cooler. I want a girl to come out. Because, like, this isn't the first time we've seen a hat like this. Like, Shangela did it, you know, when she had the big hair hat. Yes. And all that. Exactly that. I would love for there to be, like, drawstrings and, like, the fringe opens like a curtain on your face. Okay. But anyway, that's just, you know. Um, I, I thought the look was perfect. It was Like, cool. for the theme, I thought it was really perfect and incredibly dramatic. Yeah. I just don't think... The gloves like, are beautiful. Yeah, there there's a disconnect there between her explanation. But anyway, this team I think really well with they with, saved themselves with, with the looks. With one exception, they really did like they wowed with their looks. Yeah, because it's almost like they knew they were going to be paired together, and they were going to be in the bottom. Right. You know, um, 
Next up, we have Scarlet Envy, who I screamed at the TV. We both did. I when she turned around, and it's this like almost like Mugler looking corset with all this like clear crystal beading, and the hair and the shoes are beaded. It's just like yes, yeah, fringe, yeah. And she shimmied like she didn't move her arms. Did you see her arms uh-huh. were perfectly? Yeah, she was just like perpendicular to her well they were sticking out from her like you know yeah so that you could see all this french she was like don't dare you forget that i'm wearing yeah. french and when arms. she was being judged <laughs> it's like she was inside of like a barbie doll box because she was just like judge me that was look at all that was my, this fringe right that was my point yeah. is that she was standing with her arms yeah. like permanently out so you could tell that she was wearing mm-hmm. fringe the whole time um stunning head to toe makeup was amazing um Fun fact, she had this made by Garo Sparrow, who's currently competing on... Um, on Bravo's on Project Bravo's Runway. Project Runway, who yeah. also made a lot of Miss Cracker's looks for her season. Yes. As well. He's, and Miss Fame. He's, and Miss Fame. Like, yeah. He's, yeah, he is amazing. And Scarlet's like everything i'm excited to be able to enjoy his work on drag race and then also see what he can make under mm-hmm. pressure on project runway i'm really excited i liked what he made on the first um the first episode. the first episode it was cute i don't really remember it he did the pants with like the little corset like a tiny tiny little corset belt okay and like a like a jacket okay it was really cute uh next up we have sugar cane and um well, with uh, she came out with this kind of like traditional. Um, oh, what tribe did she say? I don't remember. With this traditional Native American um, kind of wrap as a coat with fringe on it, yeah, and then revealed to be this kind of um, like feathered, fringed, sequined like bird bodysuit with like turquoise jewelry, like, jewelry, and yeah. I again like paying tribute to her to her Native American heritage and beautifully the stonework mm-hmm. on this stunning and it took you know fringe isn't always just beads like you can have a feather fringe or whatever and like it just looked great it was really beautifully done oh that's true this i guess this really wasn't like as fringy as it could have been mm-hmm. although there was there was fringe on her yeah, on her was, arms there was i'm saying that like because we'll we'll talk about this in a few girls but yeah. like you know fringe is not just always like just little cords or just you know like strands of beads right you know we saw honey do it with like latex or or you know whatever so but she gave me a, a feather fringe skirt yeah on her bodysuit and i thought it was great she looks great she also looks a million miles tall um the hair i i sort of wish that the hair was a little bit different because mm. i feel like i i know what she, i know the look she's going for but it doesn't look like this um top knot can i call it that i don't know front bun Yes, that this bun that she has on the top of her head, it doesn't look like the bun was intentionally where it is. It sort of looks like, like it's forward. falling. I feel like I've seen photos of hairstyles like this, and I think it's a, a like a traditional uh, Native American hairstyle. Right. But I, if anybody knows, we'd be great to find out, because I was looking for it and couldn't really like figure it out where I mean, I'd I, seen it before. I, I mean, like, I wish that... It, it had been secured a little bit better because it doesn't look yeah. like it's not giving that af- the effect that you're seeing. It's basically, not, it, it was a little like weeble wobble. It, and it was moving. Yeah. yeah. Um, let's talk about plastique. She looked good. Yeah. It was pretty. Yeah. I like the hair. Yeah. I like the hair. I liked that there was some, um, she had it like kind of corseted. The hair was like corseted. Yeah. Um, the, where, where was this hair when they were doing the Mariah Carey, um, uh, Ariana Grande thing? 
Well, because she was Mariah Carey. Right. So if she was Mariah Carey, she could have lent, lent, lent somebody her good hair. Shady. Anyway. Um, she didn't want to win. She didn't want to win. I didn't like the <laughs> shoes. They made her look a little short. Those like cage. They look like sparkly fish bones. Yeah. Um, Not my favorite. But she looked great. I will say, though, after Scarlet came out, anything kind of close to that was going to pale in comparison pale or fall flat and yeah. i mean beautiful beautiful like dance costume but i don't know i liked it better the second time we watched it i definitely yeah. I, I felt how underwhelming it was when we were first watching it. yeah exactly but i did i really i really did love um the i guess corseting or braiding of the, of the, the middle hair, of her yeah. hair i, I really, really enjoyed pretty. that this look from akira though <sighs> Akira. Oh my god. Akira is like somebody I, I saw on social media cult said that she looked like one of the Mortal Kombat bosses, but like really high fashion. Okay. I don't remember which one, but I just think she looks so expensive and sexy and fringy. Mm-hmm. Um look at all her fringe benefits. <laughs> um I I thought it was great. I mean it was like perfect and a showstopper, I think. Yeah um the the fringe on the dress is sort of reminiscent of the fringe jacket that um asia wore for the oh, makeover, for the makeover challenge. Yeah, where it was like a lot of uh, what i think this is is that um there's this, this like uh clearly like, better better execution here of course but, yeah. i mean i think this is like a rhinestone trim it's normally like uh iron on or whatever but it's very heavy and uh-huh. the, and it is like as if it were like a chain so i like that it was all metal mm-hmm. and you could tell it's just like hundreds and thousands of rhinestones on this trim, but a really smart way of like applying your fringe and, you know, having m- the most bang for the material that you've yeah picked. I think yeah. um, next up we have Raja in a sequined and fringed red bodysuit. Yeah, this is not my favorite. I liked it better the second time that we, that we saw it because it kind of went quickly the first time. Mm-hmm. Um, I thought it was very nice. The hair, I like the color, but just something kind of fell flat on top. Yeah. And I'm not, like, it's not even a pun. I think this this looks great with flat hair, but something about the hair being too close to the color, it, she just seemed very red head to toe. And like at certain points just seemed like this red, you know, kind. there was like not a lot of definition. Like in her makeup, I mean, mm. you know, like her face was kind of hidden. Yes, sure. Uh, the, this wig is swallowing her face. Yeah, the bang sure. is very low. Yeah. But I think that the the bodysuit looks well made. The boots look great. I mean, it's just... It's We've a, seen these boots before. We have seen these boots before. Yeah. It's just... The look is <laughs> it's fine. It's episode three. I, th- I feel like I it's n- worth noting. We're three episodes in and we've seen these boots from her twice. Mm-hmm. So, um, Which is fine. They're good boots. But I'm just saying, you were told to step it up for the runway and mm-hmm. wore boots that you'd already worn on the show. Yeah. Um, think about that. But it's just fine. Yeah. I mean, it's, you know, I don't think she deserves to go home for wearing this outfit, but... Not after that lip sync. Well, no, not <laughs> after that, because this costume worked very well in that lip sync. But anyway. It sure did. She's okay. Next up, we have Nina West. Thorgy Thor. Out of drag. Thorgy's chicken nugget wig. <laughs> That's why I call that wig. Um, this was fun. Yeah. Um, what are those on her feet? Yeah, Again. It's a, it's a good thing they didn't really show her feet, because good gravy. I like this, like, What in the DSW? (laughs) These are bad shoes. This is wearing the easy spirit, Mm -hmm. because that's what these are. Like, I get it. It's I can't wear heels, like, for extended periods of time. But, like, 
like it's the runway. Like we're looking at all of you. Right. I can't stop at this Dorothy's Warnack shoe. Also, the shoes are ugly, so cover them in fringe. Yeah, just Hello. Like, you know. Hello. Um, I love this fringe, actually. Me too. I thought it was really fun. Just cover yourself in it, though. This is a fabulous car wash. Right? She's, that had to wonders for her. Yeah. Um, but again, in the back, it's just like, oh, we stopped. Yeah. Just like make it a fringe dress. Yeah. Anyway. Um, How do you feel about Brooke? I don't feel like she knew what the challenge was. Um Okay. And this looks like Trixie Mattel's leftover trimmings. Oh. I didn't, I just, it made me, it it annoyed me. I like that she tried to go outside the box, much like Honey was doing. Mm -hmm. But if you're going to do flowers on a string, it needs to be flowers on a string all throughout. Mm -hmm. Not some app, uh, like completely applied to a dress and then the rest of them just sort of Yeah. Give me like... Sort of 10 weird. times more flower strings. Yeah. And I mean, I, it does look like leftover trim. Like just, yeah. you know. Um, I also, I hate flower child shit. Like, <laughs> I I don't know why. It just bothers me. Yeah. Um, I can usually, I, I have like a, a like a sense memory moment with patchouli whenever I see flower children. And I don't like that. It looked good on her. I thought it looked well made. It is, it's not, it's not not pretty. It's just like. This is not for this. Yeah. Considering that she won the first challenge, I feel like she's these last two episodes have been sort of boring from her. Uh, for I, me. I, I liked her Zodiac look quite a bit. I thought that was really amazing. Okay. I'm talking about the personality that comes out in oh, the challenges. Oh, 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 oh. Yeah. And um, the mini challenges. Well, the mini challenge was good on the last it's episode. It's a little quiet. Yeah, I was I was expecting more energy from her, and I feel like she's not giving that mm-hmm. at all. Um, moving on, <gasps> Miss Vanjie. This is amazing. Perfection. Share. Cheetah Rivera dance costume. Yeah, but I love it. I love that when she when she turned around, I was like, she's giving me share in this like because share would wear shit almost shaped exactly like this, and as when she had the voiceover and was like, I'm giving you share, I'm like, yes. Mm-hmm. Um. It's just great the way it like cuts her body, you know, like the way it um defines her body. There was um fringe on the back of the shoes, which I now realize I love fringe on the back of a shoe. Mm-hmm. Um, I love her walk. Yeah, I love her. She's runway so walk. happy. The fact that she skips down mm-hmm. the runway, I love it. Oh my god, this is the energy I was looking for mm-hmm. from Brooke. Yeah, so maybe super it'll be, chula. Maybe it'll be. Contagious. That's what she's giving you, like chula. Yeah, you know. Uh, let's talk about Evie. Another person who decided to do something different. Mm-hmm. And I feel like this was a, a good a good choice. This was like meditative. Meditative. Because like, like she just, she moved like a jellyfish down the runway. Didn't, it was like, kind like she was making sure it was like kind of wiggling and like, you know, she got the most air under her fringe as she could. I thought that was uh, related to the shoes. She was wearing really high shoes. Yeah, with but this. but I think she just wore them for the height. She, she she didn't look like she was having any problem walking. She was just walking. No, I'm saying her walk made me think. Oh, like we saw her walking untucked, and I guess everything's fine. But mm-hmm. like it sort of looked like it wasn't a choice. She was having a hard time. Yeah. Um, I just I thought this was so interesting. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Yeah. This is cool. This is also, really cool. I don't think you needed to paint your entire body. Uh, purple that no. was that was a stunt but you know it maybe it's method 
And no, that was to, a stunt. Well, you know, stunt queen. Um, but it's great. It's really cool. Yeah. Yeah. And now the whole world knows that uh, Evie has a <laughs> has a big uncircumcised dick. Um, right where they call her Aunt Eda. Aunt Eda outside. Yeah. Apparently, Troy Sivan liked what he saw. Mm-hmm. So. I mean, I can relate. To love connections. Um, <laughs> let's talk about Mercedes's look. I love it. She like, was she was giving me like fringe soldier. She, I mean, she did what was asked of her, but I don't love it. Thought it was fun. I thought she tried harder than others. I I wish that she played up the um the um what is this this print called camo this camo. It would have been cool if the camo was, was on in the, the fringe. fringe. Oh my god! Like after you so just cool. hold it up and like spray. That would have been. That would have been. Yeah. Well, they could have taken the um like a strong camo fabric mm-hmm. and just cut it, like cut it into strips, really, really thin. Yeah. But it's kind of. But I mean, you you could have just put a stencil on this and like spray painted it That's too, because then you get that movement. Yeah. It's like that wig that Miss Jade has that has the the, the leopard, leopard like sprayed into it. Yeah. Uh, amazing. Yeah, really good. Um, Ariel's yeah. not wearing fringe. Yep. This is That's not. Right. And she tried to justify it. That's not fringe. And I I like. I don't know why she's wearing the bodysuit from like the season seven challenge where they had to like be naked on the runway. It's very odd to me. Mm-hmm. I don't think, and I've seen lots of photos of her and things on YouTube. I don't think I've ever seen her wear this, like except on the show. It doesn't look outside of the realm of possibility for her. I feel like she wears stuff that's like bright and colorful. No, I'm talking about the, her skin, like the, the bodysuit thing. Oh, this is, that's bonkers. This is um, convenience. This is a matter of convenience. Okay. She doesn't have to shave her body or her legs, and she doesn't have to buy tights. But make it look and like a is, costume. This is definitely more, this bodysuit that she's wearing is definitely more resilient than a pair of tights. Yeah, I mean, you still have to wear tights, because like these things don't... No, she's not wearing tights here. Oh. I'm telling you, look at her legs. This is, so she's she's wearing the, did you say that already? The That she's wearing the bodysuit that everyone wore on the first episode of season seven. That's what this yeah, is. Yeah, the naked thing. Yeah. Yeah. So... I don't know. I don't, it's it's strange, but beyond that, the hair looked great. The boots were cute. I think as a hack, I think this is clever. Yes, as it's a very hack. clever. Um, because uh, imagine trying to shave your body you by just yourself. Throw something on. Yeah, it's great. But this is not fringe. No, there's also like these paillettes are not. Th- again, more longer separation. Yeah. Fringe moves. Yeah, sequins move too, but not. Like fringe. This is not fringe. Yeah. Did not meet the challenge. She's lucky she was on the winning team. Right. I I like it though. Mm-hmm. As its own thing. Yep. I thought it was great. And then this is like very old school fringe, but this I kind of like it. This is my mother coming to graduation. Oh my God. I mean, she didn't because she would never let me put her in this, but Silky is giving you a like... What you find at like the plus size lady stores is like the formal dress in every color. Mm. They're all like this. Yeah. But she worked this and she made it, which yeah. I have a great amount of respect for. I hated that it was shapeless, but it moved beautifully. I thought it was great. Because it's like it, a... it, it came away from, well, I mm-hmm. mean, I'm forgetting that this is a reveal. There's like a majorette outfit under, under is that the right outfit? Is right there? Name? Yeah. There's like a fringe. I didn't know that. Yeah. How do you know that? She, did you not watch the same Untucked that I just watched? Yeah, but I didn't notice that. Seriously? Yeah, I didn't. 
we'll get into it in Untucked, I guess. But Shit. you really were not paying attention, I guess. Then. I wasn't. I mean, they started yelling and I turned off a little bit. Right. Um, they started yelling and then she threw something and was wearing. Oh, yeah. I like this. I thought it was great. It looked like expensive fringe, too. Yeah. Like, what did you say? It was like 80 yards of fringe that she sewed together? Um. Okay. I believe it. I don't remember, but. Yeah. It's cute. She did something different with the this shoe. This doesn't look like less than 80 yards. <laughs> Not my favorite shoe. No. But. Again, with the, the cartoon fishbone. Yeah. You know. she, she, and she has cute shoes. We've seen them. Have we? Yeah, she wears cute shoes. Oh, okay. They're not, you know. I, I just, yeah. I haven't made that connection yet. Oh, so I always I don't, look at shoes. I don't. Um, I always look at shoes, too. Yeah. I'm just saying I haven't made that connection to Silky mm. that she has cute shoes. Mm. Um, she also rocked this. She loved this. Oh, she was like, enjoying. She was living her best life. She was doing a boogie oogie oogie. Yes. <sighs> that was a fun runway. Let's take another break. And when we come back, we'll talk about this lip sync. And untucked, because, you know, got to talk about well, both. of course. <laughs> so stick around. We'll be right back. Today's episode is brought to you by Quip, an innovative oral care brand that makes it easier than ever to maintain a healthy brushing routine. The simple secret to great oral health is good technique, consistent brushing, and regular upkeep. Do away with the myth that more power and features means a better clean by trying out their beautifully designed electric toothbrushes. They also take the guesswork out of replacing your toothbrush by delivering a new head and fresh batteries to you every three months. Shipping is free and you can cancel at any time. We use Quip and it's made us smile more because our teeth are actually clean. Quip is offering you, our listeners, $10 off your first refill by signing up at tryquip.com slash kiki. Again, that's tryquip.com slash kiki. Quip, oral care designed for a modern lifestyle. We're back and the winner of this week's challenge is Nina. And yes. so her entire team is safe. I think it was deserved. Oh, absolutely. Clear cut. She was a team leader. <laughs> she managed them well. I mean, again, I, I feel like often when a team wins, the leaders like the... Yeah, it could have also gone uh, to Vanjie. Yeah. Um, I mean, Vanjie deserves like second place trophy and a couple of thousand dollars for what she did. Yeah. Give her, um, this, give her one of these gift cards. Yeah. Right. Give her, give her an Isley NYC gift card. She's working hard. Um, She's entertaining all of us. Yeah. And so Nina wins also a $3,500 gift card from Isley NYC who does all those, um, like laser cut acrylic things that Sasha Velour wears. Um, I think Ariel was wearing, uh, she has a little, uh, like seashell necklace thing that she wears. Well, no, on this specific episode, she was wearing one of their accessories. I don't oh. know if it was the glasses. I don't, it might not have been her, actually. It might have hmm. been somebody else. But one of the girls on this team was wearing they're Isley. Great. They're beautiful. I have a pair of their sunglasses, and they're beautifully made. Yeah, I think someone was wearing their sunglasses. Yeah. They're really cool. It surprised me. Um, so Plastique mentions not knowing about pop culture on the runway. And... I don't know. I don't know. If you've been in, so if you've been in the United States for four years. No, 10 years. She came here when she was 11. Okay. And so she just turned. Oh, she 21. just found out about Beyonce four years yeah. ago. That's what she said. Okay. How is it that you are related to Alyssa Edwards and you style human hair wigs? <laughs> like, there are just a lot of 
components to plastique that don't really lend themselves to being completely ignorant when it comes to Mariah Carey. I think, now, I think it was like, I don't know if Hail Mary's the right, like, um, the right term or whatever, but I feel she was like, um, it... Willem had a, a, a way that he put it on um, on, on Race Chaser where mm-hmm. he was like, okay, it's runway time. Come with your 12 excuses. Like, I feel like this is just an excuse. Because the thing is, it's like, fine. Like, you came from a country where there are, there's like rules as to like what internet, you, you know, that you straight up can't access some things on the internet or, or, or even certain types of media. Um, before you were 11. Before oh. you were 11. And I understand that, you know, probably coming in here, coming into this country as like an older, like an older kid, you know, and having to like learn the language and all that. So there's things that you're not going to find out about. However, you're a drag queen and you've been a drag queen for a certain amount of time. Mm -hmm. So like you have to learn about pop culture. Mm -hmm. Like that's just that comes with the territory. Yeah. So this excuse I think it's a lot of excuse for something very small in that, you know, I just don't know that much about Mariah Carey. Right. Because that's really what that was telling us. Yeah. It's impossible for her to not know, like, about huge chunks of pop culture. Yeah. Like, her profession makes that impossible. Yeah. So. I agree. You know, to which RuPaul says, well, if you don't know, you better ask somebody. (laughs) And I'm like, yeah, this group did not work together. Yeah. Like. Yeah, they did. They did seem incredibly disjointed. Nobody was like, oh, well, you know, like you said earlier, I saw, you know, the New Year's Eve thing. Like, God. yeah, I don't understand that. Um, I love how mad RuPaul was on this episode, because I feel like typically when Ru is mad, she tries to mask it somehow. Mm-hmm. Um, and her doing the Grinch stink, stank, stunk. Like, I like those perfect. moments when you can see Ru- like RuPaul. You know, like RuPaul Charles is like, no, this is not good enough, especially after, you know, because he asked Honey first, like, who should go home? And I feel like Honey set the tone for her team, you know, for their answers by saying, like, well, I think we all kind of contributed to it because we weren't knowledgeable. And, you know, so and so all the girls answered the same, which I don't think has ever happened mm-hmm. in Drag Race history, being like, well, we all did bad, mm-hmm. you know. Um, but after, like, I think the second girl, he was like, and you and you. And you and you, it was like, whew. He wanted answers. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and while that's happening in Untucked, the girls are fighting about why they had to choose Britney. Well, Silky is fighting as to why they had to choose Britney over Whitney. And this is the strangest thing. This is the an- most annoying fight. It's like you're the winning team. You're like team leader one. So she, you know, like, you guys worked well together. Mm-hmm. Silky wasn't bad. I mean, I was like, what the fuck are they arguing about? Like, well, also, Silky, don't feed me this bullshit that you think that you're saying that, like, you actually have to, like, have Whitney or whoever the d- diva is as your god because you're religious. Like, it doesn't you make couldn't sense. make that difference? That doesn't make that sense whether they're worshipping Britney Spears or Whitney Houston. Because it says it like it yeah. says in the Bible that you're only supposed to worship one God. Yeah, and then she's like, "Well, I thought you know with, <laughs> like, with Whitney we on. could have done like a like a tribute." And it's like this was not to be a tribute. No, this was literally using things that we identify with a particular diva to make fun of these televangelist talk shows. Yeah, that like 
how silly is it that there would be a church of Britney Spears? That's really silly. Right. This is this is just more convenient excuses. And one of her 12 excuses. Right. Um, I just, the, the moment when she got up and was like, if I needed to lip sync for my life, then I would have lip sync. And that's when she ripped off the tearaway oh. in her costume to be like, I was ready with this tearaway. Okay. Because she, I think that she interpreted it the way it was being delivered. The girls were basically saying, you have all this shit to say, you're super confident, but then when the challenge happens, you suck, which I agree with. She leans back. Yeah. I'm I'm growing tired of Silky because she's not delivering in the challenges. Mm -hmm. And she is taking up so much of everyone's time Mm -hmm. when they're not doing the challenges. I mean, she like assaulted Guillermo Diaz. Yeah. That's like a lot. Yeah. Like, can you not jump on everybody? I mean, that one didn't really bother me. Well, well, no, no. It's just that it's just like, it's like a lot. It's a lot all the time. We're losing whatever we, the stuff that's there to appreciate, I think gets overshadowed by that. I think that she is constantly thinking, I'm on television. I have to make sure that the camera turns this way. Mm -hmm. That was what the reveal moment was about, and that was mm-hmm. what the Guillermo was about. And it sounds exhausting. Smart for her, I guess. It must mm-hmm. be exhausting, but you know, smart to yeah, get that uh, airtime. Um, the lip sync for your life this week was a drag race first. I know. We have a six way lip sync. Amazing. I heard about this probably during the summer, and I was like, Mm-mm. When you told me, I was like, no. And I forgot about it. Because I'm like, that's mm-hmm. not real. Yeah. I forgot about it too because I was like, this is one of the this is one of the fakest things that's ever like there was a rumor uh for Bianca Del Rio that she got eliminated within the first ten minutes of the episode. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that was a and long was ten like, minutes. I was like, ooh, that's gonna be a really good episode. And then it didn't happen. <laughs> they eliminated her because she had to go cash that check. That's exactly. why. Exactly. She had an appointment. So, um yeah. yeah, six girls lip syncing. When is a lot. I, I mean, I agree with Scarlett when she was like, "How the fuck are you going to lip sync without hitting somebody?" Right. Like, right. um, and then the lip sync song is by my cousin Jennifer Lopez, mm-hmm. uh, "Waiting for Tonight," which I feels like a like a J Lo staple. It's not my favorite, but is it typical for girls? I, I'm wondering out loud. Is it typical for girls to perform this remix of "Waiting for Tonight"? versus the album version i think i've seen just more wondering. of the album version than the remix because i do, i think this it's this remix is just too it's just too long and there's actually a radio ad yesterday when i was making my when i was oh. spending almost two hours mm-hmm. making a playlist i found that there's a radio version of, of this the i remix. mean to me the fantasy is the the way that the song that the remix starts mm-hmm. um it's also the version that they use uh, on the episode of Will and Grace, when Jennifer Lopez performs at, I think it was Karen's wedding. I don't. Was it Karen's wedding? Yeah. Oh, okay. So yeah, yeah, when she performs at Karen's wedding, this is the version of Waiting to the Night tonight that she performs. Um, so it's a good version. I it just, is. I don't know about it being a lip sync because it's very. It's there's a lot of frenetic energy. Great for dancing. Oh yeah, absolutely. But and uh, what do we yeah. think of this dancing and this lip sync? Let's see. Um, I thought four of them were very clearly safe. Mm. Um, Raja was pulling focus from everybody because oh she was crouching on her corner of the stage, killing it, killing it. Oh my it. god, amazing! I thought Sugar going right into salsa moves, mm-hmm. very smart. Yep, lots of energy. Yes, lots of energy. Um, 
Plastique wanted us to know that her wig was glued down. It didn't move. <laughs> oh, it moved beautifully. Oh, well. But it was also right. growing out of her head. <laughs> I love that. I want I want Plastique and Alaska to do um, like a duet of uh, my hair or hair. My hair. Okay. My hair, right? Is that the name of this one? Who? What? The, this is my hair. Oh. I don't wear wigs. Oh, I don't wear wigs. This is my, oh my god! How can I forget these? This lower? is my hair. Yeah. Thank you. Um, yeah, yeah. Um, Akira, I thought the energy was good. I wish she had kept her headpiece on a little bit longer, or had a little wig, had a, <laughs> had a little wig under there, a little baby wig. Because like Nina had a wig under her. She didn't have it under. She put it on after she took off the. Oh thing. well, never mind. Yeah. That. Um, but I thought you know Akira was lip syncing to stay. Mm-hmm. Like she was fighting. Yeah um and to me the choice like the two options if you're going to pick one girl to stay is between scarlet and honey mm -hmm. i'm being perfectly honest yeah um scarlet looked beautiful and she moved around the stage and looked beautiful she was trying to find a spot (laughs) like it really looked like she was trying to like it felt like she was trying to stay out of the way like there were people (laughs) doing construction and she didn't want to get hit with any of the two by fours you know what i mean like it felt like that but she looked beautiful. Yeah, like you did. can't, you can't not win a lip sync wearing that outfit. Mm-hmm. It's just like it's really, really beautiful. Yeah, and and she knew the words because like when they showed her lip syncing, it matched. There was way too much. Like my my um, this lip sync was an interpretation of my ADD. I think. yeah, there was a lot going on. It was a lot, and I couldn't look in all directions. Um, and then Honey, Honey took her hat off the minute the song started. Why? The costume loses 75% of its interest without the hat. Yeah. And then she fell off the stage. I know. Social media. She says she death dropped. You. She jumped into a dip. You jumped into a dip. She jumped off the stage into a dip. Also, you're not supposed to jump off the stage. I don't care what anybody says. You're wearing all black against the black wall of the stage. And you look like somebody who's like gotten like, you know, like, um, ugh. It just looks weird. It looks like this person like is like trapped, you know? It did look so she jumps into a dip and then is doing this whole like sexy kitty thing on the floor, which did not look flattering in that outfit. No. And it read as if she was struggling to stand. Yeah. When she was doing that. Mm-hmm. And then when she got back on the stage, she almost like undercut Sugar with her feet. Because mm. Sugar was just moving like to that direction. And her feet just missed. I believe they were Sugar's feet. Hmm. Um, I you know, again, you never know what RuPaul was looking at, but when they pan to her, she just is like, "What the fuck is this?" Like, yeah. it's it's clear that there are moments on the show that are edited, <laughs> but when they pan to RuPaul and she looked down, it was like she's looking at Honey. We knew she was looking at Honey. It was that look that like. Your mom would give you like, what is this foolishness? Yeah. Like, what are you doing? Yeah. Like, can you not just not like, like they're judging based on what's going on on the stage. Yeah. With people performing, not you like doing whatever that was. Also, stop making RuPaul's job so fucking easy. Mm-hmm. Like that, the moment that she looked down, I was like, mm-hmm. choice is made. Yep. You know, um, I thought it was shady the way that she told everyone uh, who was staying. Because, like, why did she pick Sugar last? I felt like she was doing... I felt it's like almost she was, like it was going in order of, of, like, best to worst. And I was like, 
No. That's definitely what I think she was trying to do, but I don't agree with the order at all. Because Maybe I think she forgot their names. I well I think that Suga should have been called earlier. Much earlier. <gasps> at least third. Yeah. At least. Because I think that by doing it in the order she did it, it sends a message to it sent a message, I think, to Suga and Akira that they need to step it up. Mm-hmm. Um, but I don't think Suga needed that message. I think Scarlet needed it. Yeah, absolutely. Scarlet needed to be a little shaken. Yeah. I think. Yeah. Um, and with that, we say goodbye to Honey Davenport. Bye, honey. Hope you're okay. Yeah. Because um, she had like that breakdown. Yeah. When she got off stage. And yeah. Yeah, that was awkward. I well, mean, because it went from being really sad and then they pan up to the, to PA, the PA that's sitting next her to her and it, it immediately turned into an episode of The Office. Like as soon as we were, because that PA could not control her facial expressions and like, how uncomfortable she was being in yeah. the audience. Because, you know, as breakdown. soon as they escort the eliminated queen off, they're filming them doing all that stuff in the workroom mm-hmm. and the girls on the stage have to wait until that's done to walk off stage. Right. So like you could see all the other girls there. So I'm sure the PA was like... Well, no. As soon as they get off stage, that's when they film the girls dancing. Because a lot of the time when they're walking... And it's probably edited that way. I don't know. For whatever. Know. They could not do what they needed to do until Honey Left. was not there anymore. Right. And the PA just was like, what is this? Like, yeah. you know. Like, I, I want to go home. Right. That's right. the, you know. But, you know, I feel bad. I mean, I feel, I feel like Honey... Um, had a lot that she wanted to do. Yeah. I think. Yeah. Um, I mean, I mean, I honestly am sad to see her leave this early, but yeah, you know, I was sort of, fine. I was hoping that we were going to learn something new about her. I know we didn't get a chance and, to, and we didn't yeah. learn anything new about her. I feel like, so let's sucks. see what she does after the show. Yeah. Um, so quick, um, retraction, I guess. Yeah. We talked about, um, we talked about, uh, on the last episode that they had mentioned a Caribbean herb and it mm-hmm. turns out that Daniel misheard. It was the charismium herb. Um, and that was pointed out to us by Jonathan who sent us an email about mm-hmm. it. So thank you, Jonathan. Thank you. Thank you for keeping us honest. Yes. And having better hearing. <laughs> yes. Cause like next time you're the only one who hears something, check in, check, check, check in check with everybody. Before else. I'm like indicting. I'm sorry. I indict. Cause I didn't hear that at all. And clearly Fabi didn't either. So we were just like I was triggered. The episode had some moments as we discussed. So it, I was I guess I was just like lumping everything together, which I shouldn't do. When you were you were working late on Thursday this week and I was watching they do like an abbreviated version of the episode right before they show of last oh, week's episode before they do the next one and I was watching it while I was folding the laundry and I was like uh like I caught it but also I was very much like a lot of the same emotions came back up for me mm. watching the episode mm-hmm. so there's that um and then Dino our loyal listener writes in hi yes. ladies love the most recent episode I lost my shit at Vete Pal Carajo Viejo because I haven't heard it since living in Florida 11 years ago and it brought me back I too am a cancer July 10th who's left-handed and gay and and am also dating a Scorpio. What? Like, what are the odds? Right. Right. uh, What's the birthday of your, um, the person you're dating? I'm very curious. Um, And then he has something to say about Silky. 
And Dina says, so my two cents, re-silky. She really was annoying on the first episode, but they gave her a really good edit on episode two. Between the calming it down in the workroom and the general leadership of her team, I thought she did really well. And having her play the soft voice, genteel mother was a really cool choice. I've been about I've been around people like her hell. I was her for a minute. And part of it really is nerves at a new situation. So you're trying everything to see what it takes to be liked and flopping at all of it. Even if the teacher likes you, it sucks when all of your classmates hate you and either bully or ignore you. To change your reputation after that initial damage is quite difficult. Also, I really, really didn't care for Ariel in episode one because she seemed like a bitchy, mean version of Farah. However, when she copped to what she'd said about Silky by saying, yeah, I said that and that's what I said, that's how you handle it when someone calls you out on something you said. I agree. I agree. I, th- I think, yeah. I also changed right. my opinion about Ariel when she did that. Yeah, I, I really thought that that was, that. Uh, yeah. again, that's something that we see often on this show or that's left in. Right. 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 Um, either way, I'm hoping that at some point Silky gets a chance to show that she really is a shy, sensitive kid who was the outcast in school who found her strength and power through drag. And now nobody's going to say shit to her. Anyways, love the show and look for looking forward to next week. Yay. Thanks, Yay. Dino. Thank you, Dino. <laughs> I love I love I wanted to read that little part about Silky and Ariel because I feel like he really um, kind of like um, hit the nail on the hit head. the nail on the head. Yeah. It's nice I and agree. concise. And I agree. Yeah. So thank you. Well, with that, that brings us to the end of this recap. Yeah. And um, yeah, thanks for sticking around. Yeah. Just want to say thanks, listeners. Yeah, we have a long season ahead of us. We so. sure do. Thank you for sticking by. Um, well, we're Grizzly Kiki on everything. That means Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. So be sure to follow us. You can send your questions to grizzlykiki at gmail.com and maybe we'll read yours on the air. And don't forget to subscribe <gasps> on iTunes and Spotify. <laughs> so until next time. Bye. Bye.